Northwestern. This is Hassan Syed with Ask NBN. This week, we investigate the question, why are there three Whole Foods in Evanston? Seriously though, why are there three? Let's start out with where they're located. Technically speaking, all the locations are within a 1.4 mile radius of each other. One is located in northern Evanston, one in downtown, and one towards southern Evanston. The location that's closest to campus is on the corner of Chicago and Church in downtown Evanston, and it's the most popular for Northwestern students since it's located incredibly close to campus in a hub of restaurants, cafes, and bookstores. It's also the only real grocery store in downtown Evanston, and even though it's more expensive than the average chain grocery store, its proximity gives it a distinctive edge in the college grocery store market. You might be familiar with the second Whole Foods on Chicago Avenue if you've ever made the trek south to Jewel Osco or Trader Joe's, or taken the intercampus a couple stops south. The most striking feature of this Whole Foods is that it's only 0.7 miles south of the one at Chicago and Church, which seems quite odd. It's also right next to two other, arguably cheaper, grocery stores, giving it additional competition in the area. Finally, we have the Whole Foods at 2748 Greenbee Road, northwest of Ryan Field, countless blocks north of campus. It's definitely nowhere conveniently accessible to the northwestern campus, whether by foot or public transit, meaning it doesn't extensively tap into the college market. All three locations serve a different demographic of Evanstonians, and all of them are located in areas that are not only physically quite different, but also have different socioeconomic conditions. Pauline Essman, a Weinberg sophomore, agrees. They've got kind of different personalities, so I think they're catering to different groups of people. Um, the one, I think, by campus is much more like student-oriented, but it's also like a little bit like, it's weird to say like classier. I think the one in South Evanston is a little bit more like, I don't know, it's a little bit more like down-to-earth and stuff. The Whole Foods furthest from campus is located in an area often frequented by wealthy North Evanston and Wilmette residents. This Whole Foods presence seems to have just been to fill up the vacuum of grocery stores in the North Evanston area. A Daily Northwestern article from February 11, 2014 tells of how the Green Bay Whole Foods filled the place of a shut-down Dominic's grocery store, a Chicago-based chain that seems to have had similar food prices to that of Jewel. After the Dominic's chain was shut down in 2013, the Whole Foods company acquired a number of old Chicagoland Dominic's properties, with the Evanston location being one of them. Dominic's was originally the go-to grocery shopping location for North Evanston residents until its closure, providing an excellent economic opportunity for Whole Foods to cash in on an open market even with its higher prices. Meanwhile, the downtown Evanston Whole Foods is meant to cater to Northwestern's college population, because it's closer to campus, it can actually charge higher prices due to higher student demand, which works well with Whole Foods' higher prices as a chain. Weinberg sophomore Joey Salvo spoke to the convenience of Whole Foods due to its proximity in downtown Evanston. I can understand if you're like in a time crunch or something, it's definitely easier to go to Whole Foods. And I know I've been downtown just like getting food in general, like at a restaurant or something, and I'm like, oh, there's Whole Foods, I could get some supplies because I'm down here already. The next, closest, and cheapest alternative is Julosco, which is 0.6 miles farther south. But under what circumstances are students willing to spend that time and energy to walk 
the 0.6 extra miles to save money. First years, Miranda Drakes and Braxton Cody spoke to their preference for Whole Foods because of the quality of its produce. I have never been to Jewel, and I go to Whole Foods a lot. Um, so I guess as of right now, I'm not willing to go the extra mile. Maybe if Whole Foods increased their prices more, or maybe if Jewel got better fruit, I would <laughs> go the extra mile. Uh, I definitely agree. Like I would go to Whole Foods for the fruit and um, other uh, cheese and uh, other produce, um, stuff like that. But um, if I'm buying a lot of food, like in bulk, definitely go to Jewel. However, Pauline Essman described the possible problems that off-campus students might have with shopping at Whole Foods. I typically go to Whole Foods more than I do to Jewel because like being busy and everything, it's just a lot easier. Like the distance is walkable, whereas to me the distance to Jewel is not walkable. It's like a 40 minute walk, which is a big deal. Once I start living off campus and need to buy like many more groceries, I would probably start going to Jewel because right now it's like a lot of small purchases, but the cost factor is very real. The South Whole Foods caters to a very different area, a more urban location that also caters to Rogers Park. There's a small cluster of grocery stores here, including Julasco and Trader Joe's. Although cluster effects have been used to explain clustered fast food chains, does that model really apply here? I sat down with Professor Scott Ogawa of the Northwestern Economics Department to discuss the question. So this clustering of the specifics, that's a different story. The three Whole Foods, but it's also Trader Joe's Whole Foods and Jewel are right next to each other. That's yeah. kind of weird. But I think that's just a coincidence. If you did a model where you said grocery stores are randomly dispersed, it's actually not even random. It's beyond random in the sense that they're equally spaced out. What's definitely interesting as well is the relationship between the South Evanston and downtown stores, especially considering there's very little price difference between them. Students like Braxton Cody express similar frustration as to why there were two Whole Foods right next to each other. For about the size of Evanston, I would think that there'd be about two, but I don't know why there are, there are two really close to each other and then a third one off. That doesn't really make sense. Do the two locations technically compete with each other? So that's called cannibalization is the typical word. That's like the business buzzword. So to the extent it competes directly, that's problematic for them because they're losing mm -hmm. business. You know, they're putting, it's costly to run a store. Mm -hmm. If all you're doing is splitting the business that you would have gotten all. The extreme case, all they're doing is selling half as much stuff mm -hmm. as they would by just having one store. Right. That's terrible, they should just have one store. That's probably not that extreme. Mm. They're able to better compete with Trader Joe's and Jewel by having two stores. So if they shut down the South store, they'd get more business at the North store, but not enough to make it worthwhile. But one mystery still remains. Why Whole Foods? Why aren't there three Trader Joe's in Evanston? Or three Julasco's? Here's an anecdote. Many years ago, I saw a post on Reddit's Our Funny site with the caption, how to tell with Google Maps where the rich people live. The attached picture was a Google list of all nearby Whole Foods. So that's the joke, that rich people tend to go to Whole Foods more often. Miranda Drakes agreed that the affluence of Evanston was possibly a factor in the fact that there were three Whole Foods in the entire city. There being multiple Whole Foods, maybe not too really close to each other, but just having multiple just because um, Evanston is a really affluent place and people with money like Whole Foods um, 
but yeah, I don't really know. Statistics from the city of Evanston put the median annual income of Evanston at around 68000 with over a fifth of the population making more than $150,000 a year. In stark contrast, the median income of a household in the city of Chicago is only about $38,000. Given the ability of Evanstonians to pay Whole Foods higher prices for food, as well as their possible desire for the organic produce that Whole Foods sells, might play into the presence of Whole Foods, specifically into the Evanston area. Joey Salvo mentioned how Whole Foods' image to students might influence where they buy their groceries from. Well, I think it's less about the need that people actually have for food on a regular basis and more about the image of Whole Foods as a brand. Um, because I think the, one of the reasons they succeed is not because they provide amazing quality food, but because they exude this image of like a healthy, whole lifestyle. And so if they can capitalize on that venture by promoting themselves as many places as possible, they'll be more successful as a result in the end. Thanks for listening. This is Hassan Sayed, signing off.